Hey, so welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'm gonna to give you some insight from my success summit that I think is more relevant today than it even was then. The topic of this keynote was how do you outmarket, outposition, and outmaneuver the competition? Now think about that in August of 2019, having that conversation, not knowing how much turmoil was gonna take place in the real estate space, certainly 12 months later. So my advice is buckle up, listen up, and let's figure out how we make you the most choosable chosen agent in your marketplace. Enjoy the show. So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all wanna create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we wanna do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Here's what I wrote down. This is what we're going to talk about. The, the topic of discussion now is how are we going to outposition, outmaneuver, outposition and outmaneuver the discounters and disruptors and the ding ding agents. My buddy calls them goobers. How are we going to outposition and outmaneuver the discounters and the disruptors and the ding ding agents? And then write down, as well as the competition. As well as the competition. How are we going to outposition ourselves, outmaneuver in terms of competition's doing this, the ding-dings are just meeting with their friend and selling a house, we want that one. The, you know, the disruptors are coming in and trying to get in between you and the prospects, including your database. And then I wrote down the following, you ready? while also solidifying you as the agent of trust in your community. Solidifying you as the agent of trust in your community. Are you guys up for that? So let me ask you all a question. How does your identity feel about everyone in your town knowing who you are? Now, I know some of you, because I keep bringing up identity shapes belief, belief determines your behaviors, that you may have said something that was inauthentic. Your actions show me what your real identity is. Your actions show me, your behaviors show me how you really feel. Now, I'm going to ask you another question. Ready? How would you feel if more and more people at every restaurant you went to, when you're out and about town, how would you feel about more and more people walking up to you and saying, oh my God, I see you all the time. You're that, like, tell your buddy, like, I mean, almost every day, if that was happening as you were out and about, how would that make you feel your identity, your experience in the business? Share with your buddy, if you were recognizable on that level, that people were just walking up and like, I see you everywhere. Honestly, how would you feel about that? Here's what I wrote down. This is what we're gonna talk about. The, the topic of discussion now is how do we outposition, how are we gonna outposition, outmaneuver, outposition and outmaneuver the discounters and disruptors and the ding ding agents. My buddy calls them goobers. How are we going to outposition and outmaneuver the discounters and the disruptors and the ding ding agents? And then write down, as well as the competition. As well as the competition. How are we going to outposition ourselves, outmaneuver in terms of competition's doing this, the ding dings are just meeting with their friend and selling a house, we want that one. The, you know, the disruptors are coming in and trying to get in between you and the prospects, including your database. And then I wrote down the following, you ready? While also solidifying you as the agent of trust in your community. Solidifying you as the agent of trust in your community. So, are you guys up for that? Now, do me a favor, turn to your buddy and say, this is only for people that are running a business. 
So if, you know, if you're still in hobbyist mode and you're watching this somewhere around the world or you're with me right now in the room, if you're still like on the fence, like I'm not exactly certain, like, you know, Uber is still a good option for me. Like this isn't for you. This is for gamers, rock stars, people that understand that the world has shifted. I'll give you some numbers. Google, Cisco, and Facebook all said by 2019, more than 80% of the world's content will be consumed via video. Over 80% of the world's content will be consumed via video. Look up here, guys. Anybody in the room know someone that maybe doesn't cook that well? Are they sitting in your chair? Now that's a harsh setup for the story I'm gonna tell you. But several years ago, my wife, who's very Italian, who can make meatballs and pasta and raviolis and salad, said to me, honey, tonight we're gonna have fish tacos. And I was like, oh, you're going to Wahoo's and you're gonna get fish tacos? She's like, no, I'm gonna make them. And I'm literally thinking in my, like my mind, I'm going to die this evening. You with me? Because, you know, I'm like, you've never made fish tacos before. I'm like, what are you talking about? And at that time, our home, when you came into the kitchen, there was a TV here. And on the TV was like some dude from Tijuana on YouTube going, okay, this is how we're going to make the fish tacos. And like, she's watching on YouTube. Pause, make the white sauce, put in the salt, do the thing, you know. Go again. Okay, then we're gonna prepare the fish. You throw the fish inside the bag and you put the sauce and you put the da, 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 da. and she's like <laughs> And literally watching YouTube had the most extraordinary fish tacos made for the family that we've ever had. And I sat there and guys, this hold on. This was seven years ago. Seven years ago. Today YouTube has more views than all cable companies combined every single day. Now, my question for you is, if you're going to outposition, outmaneuver, beat the competition, get in way of the disruptors, get the discounters out of your life, and make sure that every single person in your area that you want knows that you are an agent of trust who makes a difference and is reliable and is someone that they, even though their grandmother sells real estate, they still need to call you. If you want to do that, my friends, there is only one way to do it in a 2018 environment. But I'll back up. Who's watched at least one Tom Ferry show? I appreciate you all. Thank you. If you ask me why that all started, the earliest story saw, and you've heard me tell this before, I'm out at Shady Canyon. I'm by myself. I'm hitting golf balls. I'm thinking, who am I going to play with today? And I'm just getting myself warmed up. And you can see I must be a bad golfer because I do this swaying thing. And... And all of a sudden, a buddy of mine comes up to me, and he has the personality of, like, this stage. Just nothing. And he's like, hey, man, want to spend the next five hours with me in a golf cart? And I was like, who's your friend? Right? And the guy behind him, who was even more nerd buckety, I'm like, Oh, man, hold on, who's your buddy? I'm like, hey, man, what do you, hey, oh, hi, David. Oh, David, what do you do, man? Oh, you work for Google. Oh, Google, that's a pretty big company. Like, East Coast, West Coast, where are you? What division? He goes, I'm in charge of media and content. I was like, would you like me to carry your bag? <laughs> and literally, I was like, dude, would you mind if I rode with your buddy? Because you and I already know each other, and I don't know him, and you know me, I'm a connector, and he has a personality. And he was like, oh, okay, right? We get in the golf cart. Okay, Dan, you and I are golfers, right? So he hits the ball to the right. I intentionally hit the ball to the left. And I do it every time. Why? Because it extends the time we have in the cart together. You with me? Like if I was a good cart golfer, I would hit kind of near him and we would go up together and we would play really fast. I think I played like a seven and a half hour round of golf. The good news is I had a yellow notepad in my bag. I'm dating myself. This was nearly 10 years ago. And I'm like, okay, so you work at Google. Like, so tell me, like, what do you do there? And he's like, well, I'm in charge of media and content. And he says, well, tell me about your business. Like, we're Google. We want you to do better. And I'm like, oh, check this out. I'm like, for the last, like, 60 days, I've been doing this podcast, and I'm, I'm about to do a deal with BlackBerry. You guys remember BlackBerry? <laughs> BlackBerry was like, Tom Ferry, we want your exclusive content and the Bla BlackBerry network. And I was like, I don't even own a BlackBerry. I'm like, all right, whatever. And he first of all, he tells me, 
Blackberry's a piece of shit, avoid that. I was like, thank you, that's helpful. Sorry, Canada. <laughs> Just saying. Well, I mean, who's got a Blackberry in the room? Thank you. <laughs> so then he says to me, and this was devastating. He says, podcasts are stupid. I have been sitting in my room in front of a bubble microphone, writing for days, doing these 30-minute podcasts that no one was listening to except for me. And I'm putting them out every single day, and we're emailing it out, and you know, limited distribution. And he literally tells me everything you put your heart and soul into is absolutely stupid. Now, guys, this is 2007. He says to me, we just bought a company called YouTube. I would strongly recommend you start putting your content there. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, it's video. And I'm like, dude, I don't need, you know, the dance video that we all remember. And remember Charlie bit my finger. Do you guys remember Charlie bit my finger? I'm dating myself. Like I was, you know, like cat videos. Right? I'm like, oh, that's not my shit, man. That's a bunch of kids. He's like, listen to me. YouTube is going to change the world. That's why we bought it. Now, was he right? What do you guys think? I'm sorry. Was he right? Who has children today? What do they do now when they need information? My son Steven did a video three years ago playing a video game. Him playing a video game. And it's had like 70,000 views at one point before one of my videos went super viral. He's like, my videos have more views than yours, dad. <laughs> it has completely revolutionized how we can get in front of so many people. And the vast majority of you, you're still being a no, like a no to Netflix, or you write it down because I've known you for a long time, but you haven't executed. I'm trying to move you into that one third. So in 18 months, you have a house of bricks. Because right now, listen to me, right now, your brand is built on straw and sticks. How do we become known, liked, respected, build our business, build our brand? The very first point, and I have a lot of notes to cover, so get ready to write and type like crazy. The very first thing is, I am demanding of every one of you in this room, I'm not asking you, I'm not telling you, I am demanding that every one of you in this room create a weekly anchor show. A weekly, that's E-E, not E-A, a weekly anchor show. That means every single week, I'm going to get a new piece of video content from you. Three to five minutes is fine. Three to five minutes is fine. If the topic is sensational and it goes eight or 10 minutes, wonderful. I'm gonna give you a list of about 30 different topics that you can do. And then I'm gonna tell you what I would do on a monthly basis, but that's just the beginning. So now you ready? Christoph Chu, Eileen Rivera, Lisa Doyle, Walla Walla Wednesdays, Chris Kwan. We have so many examples of people that have taken this on and have completely transformed their businesses. So here's what I wrote down. You ready? The model. The model. Write this down. Create one video a week. Create one video a week. And then multi-purpose it on all social channels. We're going to create one video every week, and then we're going to multi-purpose it on all social media channels. That's called distribution. So, by the way, my buddy Tiffany has an insane podcast, and you should all be listening to it. What I don't know, Tiff, because I have only heard the audio version, is if that podcast isn't being video recorded, even if it's two-way live on Twello or Zoom, you're missing out on one modality. Some of us like to watch. You, that sounded weird, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> some of you just got that. Exactly. 68% of the planet is visual. We learn visually. We experience visually. It's like the 30 whatever percent are all auditory, right? The balance are feeling like that's how they learn. They got to touch it. They got to grab it. They got to feel the book in their hand. If you're limiting your modalities, you're limiting your opportunity to connect with people. So the same podcast could just be filmed, video recorded, right? Byron, you're doing this. Where's Byron? You're killing it with this. Video, and then it goes to audio. You're doing everything we're talking about. So here's what I wrote down. You ready? The only goal of this is to become the one that they choose. That's the only goal. 
to become the one that they choose. To become the one that they choose. Whose business is this? Whose business is this? I can't hear you. Okay, if you just say it and you don't do this, it doesn't work for me. Whose business is this? My business. If this is your business and you recognize that the world isn't shifting, it has shifted. It has shifted. It has shifted. If you're not doing video today, if you're saying, I don't want to be recognizable, all of the competition, discounters and disruptors in your marketplace say, God bless you, thank you. Keep up the good work. You are making your business out of hay and sticks. You want to become the one that they choose. But there's a side note, write this down. You also don't want the ones that wouldn't like you anyway to ever call. Listen to what I just said. You also don't want the ones that are expecting a discount, that want to abuse you, the ones that are unrealistic in their expectations, the ones that don't want transparency, the ones that don't want your marketing, that don't like your personality, that maybe don't like you. I don't want them to call. How about you guys? Right? Is there anything worse? You're like, oh my God, this person wants to buy a house, but I never want to spend any time with them. Right? Or, oh my God, this house is insane, but the seller, right? You create contact, you, you do this content, and what happens is a whole bunch of people select you and a whole bunch of people don't select you. And both are fantastic. Now, right across the, right across the following, multi-purpose system. Multi-purpose system. This is the expectation. Once a week, you shoot a three to four or five, seven minute show. I'm gonna give you all the topics. You're not gonna have to ask yourself, what should I say? We're gonna cover all of that. You ready? Multi-purpose every show, number one. You ready? I want you to shoot four three to 10 minute shows one day out of the month. Get it all done in one day. So you shoot four, four shows, which means, ladies, four changes of clothes, right? Unless, Georgina, do you remember uh, Karen in Newport Beach? Karen Lynch, remember the yellow dress, right? She only had like one dress in every one of her marketing photos and she would show up and if she wasn't wearing the yellow dress, people would go, where's the yellow dress? Like she made that kind of her shtick. I don't recommend that. You with me? Four different outfits, change your blouse, you know, like, you know, don't change your hair color. That would be weird. But like four different outfits in one day, you can do it. Now, all in one day, ask yourself this question. Get very detailed. What is the single best day of the month for you to shoot all four shows, which will take you, because you're not comfortable with it yet, about four hours? Because you might go on location and... You might go to the local bakery. You might be standing in front of a listing you're about to launch. You might be in front of an expired listing doing a case study. You might be inside your office saying, how's the market? You with me? So give yourself four hours. Tell your buddy, should it be at the end of the month when you're trying to close out all your deals? Should it be at the beginning of the month when you're trying to ramp up and get everything going? You with me? What day of the week is better for you? I shoot my shows, guys pretty religiously the same day they come out on Tuesdays. It is in my calendar for the entire year, Tuesdays. Make sense? If you schedule it, it exists. If you don't schedule it, what happens? It doesn't exist. Now, you ready? Major point number two. Once the show is shot, you want to go to Amazon or Fiverr, Amazon, Amazon.com, you're all familiar with it, or Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R, -R, and you want to have the entire show transcribed. The entire show transcribed. Spend the $10 and have it transcribed word for word. Now, where are you going to put that show? Where are you going to put, let me restate this, the transcription, where is that going to go? Okay, let me give you three areas. Your website, which Google will love because every week you're putting up fresh written content about your market with keywords like Carlsbad, homes for sale, you know what I mean? Whistler prices go up 16%, like all the things that you would be writing. So it's gonna go on your website. 
Where should it also go? Medium.com. Medium, like small, large, medium.com. And absolutely every single week on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. So now it's on your blog. It's like your website, right? Fresh content every week about the market. That's bananas. It's going on LinkedIn and it's going on Medium. And now you're building up an image on Medium. You're expanding your profile every single week on LinkedIn. That's a really good idea. Does that make sense? Number three, write this down. You want to take the audio of the show. The audio of the show, by the way, Fiverr, Amazon. If you Google, how do I rip the audio from my video and then post that on Fiverr? Someone will do it for you for five bucks. You with me? Then you'll cut a deal with them and say, I'm going to do four shows a month. I need them transcribed and I need the audio file ripped, podcast ready, sent to me. Hey, even better, I'll give you all the accounts, you post them. I'll pay you 50 bucks. Who would you, guys, would you pay somebody 50 bucks to post all that stuff for you? Of course you would. But now I've taken one three to four minute show. Hey, it's Tom Ferry with Banana Real Estate. In the last 30 days, I want to tell you what's going on in the market. Stephen Cohen, you, right? And I'm, I'm, right, remind me of his name. Rob. Rob is Mr. Spreadsheet. Stephen is Mr. Ha! And they do this show where Stephen's like, hey, it's Stephen Cohen, and this is what's going on. Rob and I are talking about the market. So, Rob, what's going on? And Rob's like, today in the news. And Steve goes, what that means is, and it is fabulous, guys. Give him a huge round of applause. It's fabulous. Seriously. And you know what is insanely great about having a quantitative and a qualitative together on a show? You reach both audiences. You with me? Now you got the super anal person who's like, I want to really dissect the numbers and I want to understand the market. And then I really like Steve. He's just so much fun. And you put that together. So we do the show. We transcribe it. We do an audio version of it. We're going to put it on every podcast available. Amazon, right, you go right on down the line, iTunes, yada, yada. But Tom, what if no one listens? Who cares? You ready? Number four, this is where the magic is. This is the beeping game changer. Everything else is, is important and you have to do it. This is the one though that kills it. Am I clear? Okay, write this down. Create three clips, some might call it a snippet, a 30 to 45 second snippet of the show you filmed. So it's a little piece of it. And that goes on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and you ready guys? And you boost it to the radius, the area of people you want to see it. That is where all the action is. I get 10,000 views on a Tom Ferry show like in a normal couple days, right? If it really goes bananas, maybe I get to, you know, 15 or 20. On Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn, I get 100 plus thousand views. 100 plus thousand, guys. When you're reaching 100,000 people on a weekly basis and on there, please write this down, you ready? Please write this down, super important. When you, if you want, is anybody like getting, this is exactly what I do? You're seeing the model, right? This, this little element, when we did two things. First, on Instagram stories, write this down. You gotta put a little snippet in your Instagram story because you get so much action, guys, there are people leaving Facebook right now. Is anybody paying attention to that? Right? Privacy is freaking them out. Now, just to show you how naive people are, they're leaving Facebook and going to Instagram. <laughs> is anybody with me on this? That's like, I'm getting rid of my iPhone 7 and I'm getting a 10 because the 7 sucked. Apple's like, thank you. 
Like they're literally transitioning. All the eyeballs and attention are on Instagram right now. We started doing this on Instagram stories. Hey, in today's episode, I'm gonna be talking about boom, 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 baby, gotta swipe up. And when they swipe up, my show is there. You with me? Those kind of little hacks. But the second hack is write down bit.ly link, bit.ly link, B-I-T dot L-Y, bit.ly link. When it's posted on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, as an example, there is a bit.ly link. All that means is to shorten URL, like a website. They click the link. They are off that site and back on your site. Make sense? Now, I know for some of you, I'm doing super basics, but I got a lot of people inside this room and I want to make sure you guys get it. Bitly link, they click the link. For more information, click here. They leave that site. Now they're on your site where they can learn about the value of their home, schedule an appointment with you, read more information about you. And that, my friends, is where all the action is. The last one, you ready? This is all, by the way, just from one show. The next thing is you want to create three quote cards. Quote cards. You've seen these on Instagram, right? You see them on Facebook. A quote from the show. So if one of my shows was, how's the market, which I'm going to give you examples of, I'm probably going to have a quote card that says something like, Dana Point Luxury Real Estate lagging 2% year over year. And maybe a photo of you like, so it's like, whoa, what's going on? Click the link below to find out more, read, you know, watch the entire show. Does that make sense? And those quote cards get shared. Those little snippets get shared. Now, side note, you ready? Side note, not a point. Every single comment made, you need to comment back. Every single comment made, you need to comment back. At the minimum, you give them a heart. Right? If they just give you a thumbs up, you know, you don't want to go back and say, thank you so much for your thumbs up. It just means the world to me that you gave me a thumbs up. No, you just give them two double thumbs up and maybe a fist bump and a uh and a heart. I speak almost purely in emoji now. It's awesome. My kids understand me. It's fantastic. You have to respond. Now, do I respond as fast as I want? What do you guys think? No, I'm on stage. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Right? So, you know, for me, last night, I'm just going on there, bing, 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 thanks, thanks, I appreciate it, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you know it's me because I, I spell everything incorrectly and I speak a lot in emojis. But what happens is you're now creating this behavior that says, when you respond to me, I reciprocate back to you and we are now creating a digital relationship. Does that make sense? So stop for a second right now and I want you just to write down in your notes, House of Bricks, House of sticks, house of hay. Which one is harder to build? Which one? Okay, ready? Posting every now and then, maybe doing a Facebook Live, creating an anchor show that you become the most recognizable person in your town and people know you're the agent of trust. Harder or easy? What do you guys think? Harder to do, impossible to do? Four hours? How about this? And I'm going to give you all the people and all the things you can do to make this super easy. But I want you to tell your buddy right now. You ready? I want you to tell your buddy what is the worst case scenario of doing this for two years. You do everything I just said for two years. What is the worst case scenario? Last year, right, at the summit, this sweetheart of a fellow coal banker agent who knows where Walla Walla, Washington is, right? It's this quaint little 25,000 person town on the border, you know, Oregon and Washington, happens to be one of the greatest Pinot Noir wine regions in the world. And in this little 25,000 person town, this agent, Robert says, okay, I'll do it. And he starts. And he's 48 shows in since last year's summit. And what, hold on. I'm showing you this very intentionally. What you're going to see is not a three camera shoot with killer microphones, perfect lighting. What you're going to see is like the assistant holding the camera. The lighting is off. But I'm going to give you a little, well, actually, 
Just show him a little sneak peek. Watch this guy. That's new. Hi, Philip Prevost, Coldwell Baker, First Realtors. And today we're meeting with Zachary with the Walla Walla Suites Baseball Club for another episode of Walla Walla Wednesdays. Hi, today we're here with Zachary with Walla Walla Suites Baseball. And Zachary, can you just tell me a little bit about the suites? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we were Here's what I want you to get. First of all, Robert is watching right now. Give him a huge round of applause. Love you, buddy. Okay. That little five-minute video on the local little, you know, baseball, you know, triple-A, whatever it may be, maybe like single-A, when I looked at that four days ago, it had 137 comments. You ready, guys? And I want to make sure I do this right. 12 shares and 3,000 views. 3,000 views. Hold on. Hold on. How big is this town? How big is this town? Right? He told me 25. The baseball dude said 30,000. Let's, let's make it 30,000 for easy math. 10% of the people in his market watch that show. So I'm texting back and forth because he's like, I'm like, hey, man, do I have permission? Can I show this? He's like, oh, my God, please show it. Thank you so much. That's amazing. And he's like, let me tell you what happened. Do you remember when I saw you at Cole Banker and I was only like six shows in? I bought a microphone. We have a microphone now. <laughs> and I, the new intro with all the moving stuff, like, you, it evolves. I remember my first show, it went like this. I took my flip video camera, I put it on my desk, I hit the button and I went. Okay, hold on, let's start over. Because I couldn't edit, there was no editing back then. I was like, hi, I'm Tom Ferry, welcome to Life by Design, your place online for ideas and information, how to stay in the right action. Shit, okay, <laughs> right, like, right? Over and over, who's here from Chicago? One of the, the, the show that actually got me to pony up and buy a microphone, I'm in Chicago, the Windy City, and I put my flip video camera on a mailbox, and I hit go, and I'm standing this far away, and I'm like, I'm just getting blown, and I'm like, hey, it's Tom Ferry, your place, I'm like screaming at it, and all you hear is this, posted it anyway. Still got like a thousand views. It had more comments than any show I had currently done. Stop being cheap. Get a microphone. Get a microphone. <laughs> but here's the point. You know what that guy did? He said, I'm just going to start. I'm just going to start. Say to your buddy, this is my business. I'm just going to start. I'm just going to start. Now, do you guys want the exact schedule you should follow? Do you want the exact schedule? I'm a little anal on this stuff. I kind of know what sites you should be posting and when. So write down the following, you ready? Hey, it's Tom. If you've been listening to me for a while, you've heard me say repeatedly over and over again, we are living in the review economy. That's right, consumers are making decisions based upon reviews. With that said, I'm looking to get this podcast into the minds of more amazing people just like you. You can help. Would you go to Apple Podcasts and write a review? Tell them what you think. Hey, one star, five stars, make up your own number of stars. Totally fine by me, but please, Go to Apple Podcast and write a review. It means the world to me. Thanks in advance. Now, let's get back to the show. Tuesday, you upload to YouTube. Now, if you want to upload it on Monday and you know how to make it private until you turn it on, that's okay as well. But Tuesday, it goes live on YouTube and it's embedded into your website. Do I want people going to YouTube or do I want them going to my website? Okay. You don't do it on Mondays, you do it on Tuesdays. Tuesdays is the highest day of open rate for email, which is how you're going to push it out. So write down Tuesday, email to your entire database. My recommendation is you email it out early, before 9 a.m. So your entire database gets emailed out. Who has seen the transformation of the Tom Ferry Show emails? Let me give you a heads up. Please write this in your notes. You want to really, this is the shit when Gary and I spent like five hours at his office and then we kicked him out and my team just worked with him on all the hacks. The single most important thing in your email is not the headline. It's actually the GIF, the photo, the thumbnail that they see. That's what they open or don't. 
You guys with me on this? So when I open up your email and I look down and I see, there you are, if your video, if you're like this, like, that will get open more than you trying to look perfect realtor. You with me? Unless you do perfect realtor shot and you say, don't you think realtors that stand like this are stupid? And you're like, then it might get opened up. But now here's the kicker. When I open up the email that you send to your entire database, the video's embedded inside there. When I click on that, where do I go? Where do I go? I go to my website because I don't, the traffic is going to show up on YouTube, but I want them on my website because where's all the action? It's on my website. Where's my call to action? Where's my schedule an appointment? Where's my learn more information? Where's my join my VAP list? Where's my check out what else we're doing list? Get to know my team. Always there. Now you ready? The first day, it's super important that you jump to YouTube and you comment back. The first day, you got to comment back. You got to comment back on the first day. Super important. Right? Because the first day algorithm, all of a sudden YouTube says, oh, one of 11 bazillion new pieces of content today. But if you get your mother to comment, your broker to comment, your assistant to comment, your best friend to comment, and then you go back and say, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yes, I'll, let me answer that question more in detail and I'll respond to you in the next show. And you do the same things you see me doing on the Tom Ferry Show. Then all of a sudden YouTube starts saying, hey, this is fresh relevant content. We need to get this out more. Guys, I did one video last year at the summit that now has 2.3 million views on it. 2.3 million views, right? All I did was say, this is how you should manage your money. It is currently still today the number one ranked show on all of YouTube for the subject, how to manage your money. Think about that. Do you think that impacted my brand? And the best part is 75% good comments, about 20% people like, who does this asshole think he is? And 5% of them trying to sell you something else by just hacking the deal, right? And guess who I comment the most to? The haters, right? It's awesome. I fucking love the haters. If you're not getting hate, you're not doing shit. You with me? So bring on the hate, baby. Thank you very much. Now, so you upload it on Monday. What do you do on Tuesday? You email it to your base. You with me? It's connected to your website. Everything I'm talking about, you could Google. More importantly, your 15-year-old can do. Then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So Tuesday it's launched. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You're going to do a post at 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. 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 You ready? 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. Remember, you've got three snippets, one video snippet a day, 9 a.m. in the morning. You with me? Is everybody with me what I'm saying? Remember, you did a four-minute show, David, but you got like three things, three zingers, three key points. Santa Monica condo sales are on fire. And that's all it is. You with me? And it just, and better yet, maybe there's a boomerang at the end, like, woo! And the more that stuff you do, guess what? They're like, you'll see people that'll just go, fire. <laughs> and you're like, shit, they just watched my show. Dude, I've been on, okay, I'm sitting on an airplane, right? Sit down in the airplane and I look up and like the steward, what are they called? The dude, whatever, like the steward guy. And, and I see him talking to the girl. He's like, bah, 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 and he's looking over, bah, 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 and he's looking over and he goes like this. And I'm like, that's me. And he comes over, he's like, hey, his name was like Giuseppe. He's like, my daughter's in real estate. She's in Boston. I've been watching your shows. She's trying to get me to leave the business of this and come join her in real estate. And he goes, that whole thing about setting your goals and aligning your behaviors, setting your goals. And when an Italian does it, it's even, it's like setting your goals and aligning your behaviors, setting your goals. And I was like, sitting there and the person next to me has no idea who I am. He's like, I'm like, YouTube sensation. <laughs> right? But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. My identity is okay with massive contribution and knowing that at least a third of the planet's going to think I'm horrible. I'm okay with that. Bring it on. 
9 a.m., 4 p.m. Morning, video, afternoon, quote card. Morning, video, afternoon, quote card. Morning, video, afternoon, quote card. That's the pattern. By the way, how many of you are familiar with a little website called Hootsuite? Hootsuite, write it down, Hootsuite. How do you spell that? Google it, H-O-O-T, sweet. I'm sure if you did S-W-E-E-T, it'll probably show up as well. Hootsuite, now what do you do? You, your 14-year-old daughter says, video at 9 a.m., Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, bop, 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 pre-programs it, you do nothing, it just goes live. It's one of those distribution channels that you plug it in and it does it all for you. So if you're still doing it yourself, ee, Hootsuite. Now, here's the kicker, you ready? Write down donkey or unicorn. Donkey means I played one of my snippets, Tim, and it got like, for you, it got 1,100 views. That's bad, you with me? But if it got like 4,000 views, then I'm gonna boost it and make it a unicorn. That means the message is resonating. I'm getting lots of views. When you get lots of views, spend the 30 bucks, spend the 40 bucks, target it to the list you wanna see it, and bam, you explode. Donkeys are okay too, right? But when you got a unicorn, you gotta boost it. So now I'm gonna go deep with you. You guys ready to go deep? I'm gonna give you all of the shows that I want you to do, and then I'm gonna tell you the monthly routine I would recommend. So here's, here's all the shows. Get ready to write and type like create. You're never going to be able to say, well, I'm not sure what I should do. This is the list that will cover you for about two years. Once a month, you need to do a market update. Once a month, you need to do a three to five minute video, a show called How's the Market in Walla Walla? Real estate, Walla Walla market update. That might even be better. Real estate, your town market update. April 2018, right? April 2019, April, and all of a sudden they now see you've been doing this every single month. You know what you are now? You are the authority. You guys ready? I'll do a show. Hey, it's Tom Ferry with Banana Real Estate. Super excited to talk to you about the results we had in the month of July. You know, the real estate market's been rather interesting. Today, I want to pinpoint two specific price points. The median price point today in Bananaville is $485,000. A $485,000 home gets you pretty much a beautiful, charming four-bedroom, three-bath with an 8,000-square-foot lot and a two-car garage. What we're seeing, though, right now in this price point is things are beginning to soften. Now, does that mean the end of the world, a real estate recession? By, by no stretch of the imagination. The reason I say soften is over the last 90 days, we went from having 125 homes on the market on average to 178 homes on average in June. And in July, we hit over 300 homes on the market. Now, the good news is sales are still happening, but we still only have the same 127 buyers that we had in May, that we had in June, and we had in July. So it's just basic supply and demand. What my most savviest clients have discovered, though, is it's okay to have lots of inventory and buyers to have options. Certainly, if you're watching this show and you're thinking of buying a home, you love the fact that you have options. On the seller side, though, now more than ever, how you market and position the home is everything. There's three things that our last four transactions all had in common. Number one, we staged the property to make sure it looked exactly like a new home would. So if you're talking to your agent or you're talking to your friend, without a shadow of a doubt, in this price range with this much competition, staging is a massive degree of separation. The second one is, if you don't do a video on the home and make sure it gets the highest amount of distribution on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and everything else, you're just simply missing out on the eyeballs of the consumers today. And number three, having that property showcase the correct way on Zillow, on Trulia, on all the different websites is gonna make that property stand out. And the last one, just as a bonus, we only did this with two clients, but we had over 173 buyers through the house by this thing we do called a mega open house, which I think I've explained a few times on this show. So that's what's happening right now in the $485,000 price range. In the high end, it's same interesting little case study. So that's it. The month of July was good. So far, August is looking fantastic. I hope you and your family are having a wonderful holiday, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Video ends.
Just one after another like that. You with me? And here's the thing. You know when your friend says, hey, what's going on in the market? How you feeling? And you're like, whoa, sales have been a little bit in July, this happening. And, and it depends. Are you talking about high end, low end, this, that? The same thing that your friends, you just share that with, share it with everyone. Got it? So turn to your buddy and say, every single month. Every single month. Okay, number two, you ready? Just write down the word interviews and I'm gonna give you a whole laundry list. So you ready? Interviews in no order, but I'm looking for at the minimum once a month, ideally twice, you will find the rhythm of what people like in your community. Interviews, ready? The school principal, restaurant owners, coffee house owners, Coffee houses, guys, bananas. You show up first thing in the morning, you got all the lines, all the people are there, right? You know the ones that are right for your market. Ready? The local breweries. What is it about people and alcohol, man? And then you can tag all the other breweries and they're gonna call you and say, hey, will you do a show on me as well? Here's one, you ready? The local art gallery owner. Notice I'm hitting demographics right now if you're paying attention. If you're paying attention, we're doing demographic marketing here. Ready? You want to interview the great local architects. You might even want to do a whole show called How to Select an Architect. Write down the following. You want to crush it. Who wants more home builders saying, hey, will you listen sell my houses for me? So how about doing some interviews with home builders? What do you think of the three biggest mistakes the person that's never built a home before? What, like Gantry, what are, what are the mistakes that they make? Well, they have unrealistic expectations. They really don't get their plans done right. They make too many changes along the way. They think their budget's this, but it's always this. And, you know, so you're educating. It's awesome. Here's a big one. You ready? The local bank president, the best loan officer. I'm going to pick up the pace. You ready? You want to kill it? Uh, real estate tax specialists. Real estate tax specialists, you ready? Especially if they are senior in terms of their demographic. What are you seeing today? Your median client is 70 years old. They've got this generational wealth. They've got all this real estate. What are the mistakes? What do you do? You're digging in, asking questions. You're going to kill it there. You want to have some fun and get a little controversial? Politicians. And by the way, don't go your way, go both ways. For some of you knuckleheads, listen to me, for all of you in the U.S., listen to me. For you knuckleheads that alienated half of the population, that was a dumbass move on your part. You with me? But I like, I don't care. Here's the deal. We were like, yeah, you did. And we'll vote for you anyway. But the problem is, if you only go one way, you alienate the other half. Why would you ever alienate? The, why would you say to half the world, screw you? You with me? Intentionally. So you do both. Even better yet, get them together and have a healthy debate. Wouldn't that be cool, right? Now you got everybody. You want to talk about comments on your page, but you got to stay neutral. Yeah, you're right. Screw him. That's not good. Now you ready? How about your title rep? Hey, when you're like, so you, you know, you're doing 300 title orders a month. First of all, what is title insurance? Why does it matter? How does it work? When does it come into play? What do you guys do? What does it mean? Right? Keep going. How about your closing attorney? How about your closing attorney? You want to do a killer one? Do one with your escrow coordinator or your transaction coordinator. Hey, Martha, you know, hey, Bill, I want to sit down with you today. Tell us, tell us what are the big mistakes you see in agents when they're writing up their contracts? What do you see is the challenge that a seller faces, a buyer faces? Here's another one. You ready? You absolutely want to do an interview or two with home stagers. How do you stage a home to sell? Now, you really want to kill it? I'm going to keep going. You guys got a, a decent, so far, do you have some shows you can do? Okay, you ready? How about you do a show with the last three first-time buyers you worked with and you do all three of them together? 
hey, I'm sitting down with, you know, the, the hoobie-doos, the hummahummas, and the nananas. And they've all bought their first home in the last four months. And let me just start by saying, I'm so proud of you guys. Congratulations. And they're just gushing. Now, who do you think they're going to share that show with? Their mom's going to watch it 63 times, right? You're going to go, you went to Baylor. You're going to take the video and you're going to boost it to everyone that went to Baylor. You guys with me on this? This is, guys, we're doing demographic marketing. You think I'm giving you lists of people to go after. I'm telling you, like, this is how you win. Now, ready? How about with the last three expired listings? Where you actually sit down with them and say, Christian, would you mind just sharing the experience? I know you, you know, you, and please don't say the other agent's name or their company, right? You tell them that in advance. You don't do that on the show. And you say, so what was it? Well, you know, my wife said, let's just go with this person. She's a friend and we didn't do a lot of research. And, you know, she put the home on the market. We were kind of expecting it was going to be great. Like they sell the shit out of you. You with me? And then, well, what was the difference? Well, you came in, you repackaged, you positioned. It was just exciting. You just believed that the home was going to sell. Your energy was contagious. Your marketing, when you did that open house thing of a Bob, I mean, there was clowns and balloons and there was food. I think there was weed. There was just, it was crazy. That's for the Washington, Colorado. Oh God, I don't even know. Now California. Now you ready? Shh. Third section. You're going to have so many shows to shoot. Ready? Third section. I'm going to give you just a bunch. You want to do a show, shows called Did You Know? Did You Know? Or How They Do It. Did You Know? So you want to do a Did You Know show on Did You Know You Can Buy a Home Today at blank percent down? And if you go, Did You Know You Can Buy a Home in Walla Walla, Washington? for as little as 3% down, and that is your Google tag, 3% down, Bank of America, financing, buy your first home, first time home buyers, because you're gonna tag every one of those on your YouTube video. Bananas. Ready? Your next show should be, did you know that rents are blank compared to the average mortgage payment? Did you know that rents are blank compared to the average mortgage payment? I would do a show called, Do You Know How Much You Can Rent Your Home For? Did you know how much you can rent your home for? Timmy, that kind of changed the motivation for me. Number four, you ready? Three mistakes to avoid when buying your first home. Did you know there's three common mistakes that first-time homebuyers make, and they seem to make them over and over again, so I'm really doing this show as a public service announcement. So if you or someone you know is thinking about buying a home, whether they're right here in Walla Walla or Eddie, somewhere around the world, send them this video and help the people that you know. Please forward this video to as many people as you can. There's 78 million millennials coming in the market, and they have no idea. They're all playing Fortnite right now. They're not knowing what to do. <laughs> Write down the following. You ready? Uh, this one, put like six stars, five asterisks, put like eight money signs next to it. Seven home improvements to instantly increase your home's value. Seven home improvements to instantly increase your value. Seven home improvements to instantly increase your value. You know, like, hey, do you all remember the Zillow report that came out, the one from two years ago? That there was this great little line that said, the single most important leading indicator of a future home seller is improvements on their home. The second they start shopping for home improvements, I would be running my Google video ad on every person that is in my area who's going, you know, like home improvements, Pinterest idea home improvements, and then literally two days later, they're on Google, or they're on YouTube, excuse me, and I'm like, hey, I'm Tom Ferry. Are you thinking about improving the value of your home? I'd be killing it with that. Look at the next one, you ready? Uh, the difference between hiring a local agent and an agent outside of the area. Did you know the difference between hiring a local agent and an agent outside of the area? Ready? Three ways to sell at the highest possible price in the shortest amount of time. Did you know that there's three ways that you could sell for the highest possible price in the shortest amount of time? And then you should absolutely do a show called Considering Selling Your Home on Your Own. 
here are the 47 things you have to do to guarantee you sell your home. And you just start like this. Number one, get comfortable with all of these contracts. You with me? Number two, and I can imagine your video like this. You need to put out 36 signs on your open house and all of a sudden it's got around you, pop, 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 signs everywhere. And you make it an animated fun show that is educating them on understanding what it really takes. Now, you ready? The fourth factor I wrote down, the fourth subject matter I would do, I would do lots of behind the scenes. Lots of behind the scenes. Here'd be the first behind the scenes I would do. Marty, we should have done this on you. Ready? You're standing at your office and you're like, oh, hey, thanks for checking in with me today. I'm working with this young couple. They want to buy on these two streets in Del Mar, California. The challenge is there's no homes on the market. So what I'm doing right now is I'm going to call every single person on the street and see if they've had any thoughts of selling. One of the things that I do for my clients is I go, above and beyond the extra mile. I don't wait for somebody to hit the MLS. So check it out and watch. And I start calling people. They can't hear both sides of the conversation. They just hear me. And then I would speed up the video so it looks like this. Well, so here's the result. I was actually in two hours able to contact seven people. Of the seven people, five of them thanked me profusely. Couldn't believe that I was calling. Two of them said, we've been thinking about it. And one of them actually told me that they believe someone three streets over is considering and they would talk to them for me. I'm Tom Ferry, Banana Real Estate, just going above and beyond. Video ends. You're like, shit, then I have to make phone calls. No, you can just fake it and just, you know... Now you ready? Behind the scenes, watch this. Whiteboard up, Kurt, whiteboard up. Stats, 93 properties on the market that they're competing against, only 22 buyers, really big stat, right? Marketing plan, and I write up, you know, it's already all written up there. Mega open house this, boom, 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 that. Zillow boost this, Facebook video this, da, 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 and it's just, Hey, today I'm just doing an example. Like we we're about to list this magnificent house, but the challenge is there's 93 homes on the market and we're averaging only 27 transactions being done in that price range. So the sellers challenged me to really pull out all the stops. You know, it's funny, like the average real estate agent only has 11 different ways that they market and sell a home. I actually have a list of 93 things that we do. And what we take is from that 93, we customize based on the demographic and of course the avatar of who the buyer would be. And by the way, I mean, everybody knows you got to market to a very specific avatar or in today's environment, you just don't sell. The person watching that video is going, what the hell's an avatar? I thought that was a movie about big giant blue things. What else does this genius know that I don't know? How many of you guys are getting what I'm doing there? You with me? Now, number five, you guys want to kill it? Who wants to kill it? I'm sorry, whose business is this? I can't hear you. If I don't see this, it doesn't count. Whose business is this? Mine. Look at your buddy and say, my business. Mine. Like with some authority. Yes. Now you ready? This is where you're going to absolutely kill it. Write down driving neighborhood tours. Driving neighbor. Where's my buddy Christoph Chu? Driving neighborhood tours. This is what Christoph's been doing for the last year, guys. He has a little sticky thing on his car, like on the mirror. And he starts with, puts it up there. And he's in his Mercedes and he goes, hi, everybody. It's Christoph Chu, Cold Banker Previews in Beverly Hills, California. Today, we're going to go look at Bananaville. It's a 75-home development. It's a lovely day here in Beverly Hills. We're going to have so much fun. And he flips it around as he drives through the neighborhood. And if you ever watch one of his videos, he just says, and it, He's not doing any of the camera. He's driving. The camera's perfectly still on the windshield. And he's like, the home there on the right, that's owned by Hooby Dooby Dooby Doo. They bought that house seven years ago. You should have seen what it looked like before. They've done a magnificent job bringing this thing up. To and then from his phone, exactly, uploads it into YouTube and puts down, you know, Truesdale Homes for Sale in 2018. Learning the Truesdale, he tags it with everything about that community name. 
when home shoppers are searching, do they go like this? Homes for sale in San Diego. Or do they go like this? Irvine Terrace, homes for sale. Which one? So write down this question. How many community videos are you going to create? And then how are you going to boost and push them out? This whole distribution strategy? How many are you going to do? The answer is every community you want to be selling homes in. Every, so if you're in a, if you're in a, 8,000 home community, but there's 63 different projects inside there, you're not doing one, you're doing 63 micro market videos. Do they have to be 20 or 30 minutes? Could they be two or three minutes? Could they be five minutes? Make sense? Now, what are you gonna do realistically between now and the end of the year? So there you have it. Thanks so much for listening to this show. You know, the summit is the place where we really try and push the envelope and give you guys new thoughts, new ideas, but also proven methodologies and a proven strategy so you can do exactly what we just discussed here. How do you stand out in this crowded, noisy space called real estate? So send me a tweet. Let me know what you're thinking about doing at Tom Ferry on Twitter, at Tom Ferry, if you're not following me there. And or the next time you see me posting an Instagram Q&A fest, jump in and share with me what are you doing or what questions you have because I'm here to serve, here to help you grow. Thanks so much for listening and we'll look forward to talking to you on the next podcast. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.